really like this time of the year. You know, we're getting into Christmas season, the festivities uh, starting to uh, show up across the area. A lot of cool things to do here on Delmarva. But one thing I think is really unique, Eric, about our area here in Delmarva are the Christmas parades that a lot of the towns have, yeah. all the way to the beach, uh, inland. We, we've already been in a number of them here since uh, this past weekend. But uh, you got a chance to do the Salisbury Parade. I'll start with that. Yeah. just want to give everybody a roundup and uh, how, how fun it was out there. One thing that was really interesting is just how warm it was. Uh, it was a warm also, weekend. Kind of humid out. This was the past weekend here that yeah. we're talking about for the parades. Uh, Ocean City, Jake was in that with uh, Hannah Saturday morning, and we were not concerned about temperatures for the weekend. It was just the fact that yeah. was it going to rain or not. But you mentioned for the Salisbury one on Sunday, humidity was really, really high for this time of the year. It was. So I was wearing my station-branded jacket because it was either I have my regular shirt on or I have the jacket. I don't really have anything in between in terms of station yeah. wardrobe, and I want to represent the station. I'm like, well, maybe I should wear something. And I'm wearing my winter jacket. So what I'm doing is I'm running around giving these candy canes, and I mainly give them to the kiddos so I don't run out um, too much. Uh, but I'm running around, and I was kind of breaking a sweat a little bit. Trying to keep up with the weather van? As <laughs> Trying to keep moving. up with the weather van because, like, because, like, you know, I don't walk too many parades, so I, you know, I'm not fully in the mentality of, you know, I have to skip some people, but I didn't want to. It will break my heart. Um, but uh, so I'm, I'm, like, trying to give a candy cane to every single kid I find. I'm looking. I'm realizing, well, shoot, I got to catch up, and I'm sprinting, and I'm just like, don't look at the kids. Don't look at the kids. It will break my heart. I can't give a candy cane to all the kids. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just like I was with Deja and uh, – we, we were running around giving candy canes, uplifting spirits. That's what the season's all yeah, about. It was right? a lot of fun. Um, I think kids were just excited to see you out there with Deja. Colby, by the way, one of our photojournalists, yeah. driving the weather van. Yep. Uh, and if many of you listening here that are local to Delmarva, you've been to one of these parades. We try to at least get in some of them with the weather van, the mobile weather center. And then we walk alongside it and get a chance to meet everybody. So uh, he uh, did the same thing with me and Rob Petrie. Colby uh, drove the van and myself and Rob Petrie were at the Rehoboth Beach Parade. It was my first Rehoboth Beach Parade. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, that was uh, Monday evening. Same idea what you had. The temperatures were warm, but a cold front had come through just earlier, a couple hours nice early. So it was starting to get to the point where it was getting chilly, but that was good. Yeah. Because instead of having to deal with what you were dealing with there, with the sweating, it, it, it was actually uh, good for us to continue to walk fast because it kept us warm. It was like that equilibrium that we needed. You know, when the parade kind of slowed down and we walked, uh, stopped for a little bit, started to get that chill. But uh, we kept walking. The kids were fantastic. They were so excited. I saw a lot of uh, uh, kids from Rehoboth uh, Beach area where some of the school visits I've done right, recently. Right. So that was kind of cool to see that. And Rob Petrie is a Delaware guy. He'd been uh, in this market for a long time. So he got to yeah. see a lot of people out there who already knew him. So it was really fun. The uh, Everyone came out. I mean, the whole parade route in Rehoboth Beach from start to finish was was uh, packed with people. It was fantastic. It was just, I, I will say this, just from being Maryland and from Maryland, growing up on the other side of the bridge in the D.C. area, this area, very typical during the summer to be crowded at the beaches, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I'm used to that. I'm used to being maybe what you would call the tourist. And <laughs> it's been so cool living here in the past few years because being able to enjoy being a local and that, you know, when the tourist season's over, which is very important to the economy out here, it's time to have some fun and just kind of enjoy the small town atmosphere that we have across the area. Pocomoke City has a great parade. We did that last year. Snow Hill, I believe. Berlin. Nice. Um, and I, I don't want to leave out anybody here, but all these towns having these parades that we try to get in as many as we can. 
but just even the beaches, the Ocean City one, Rehoboth Beach. That's just really cool to do Christmas at the beach. I, I, I just like it. It's just something um, unique. We'll, we'll see how I vibe with that. Um, of course, it would be my first time, you know, yeah. doing that kind of, you know. I think you'd like it because it's, the kids are excited. They've got Santa Clauses everywhere. So it kind of gets you back into that Christmas Oh, it's, it's not a make or break deal, but it's yeah. like a. It's a little, it's a little different. It I talked to a Santa Claus. Yeah. I interviewed him. I said, yeah. I, I can't really form a validated opinion until I actually. Right experience well i like that the, the santas are telling the kids hey their sleighs are outfitted to be able to land on sand ah, i love or it. snow and i thought that was really clever yeah, i gotta say i'm a little bit jealous you got to see santa that's it and <laughs> and the best of all the goofy penguin oh that penguin was fun oh, the, the goofy penguin i didn't get to see a goofy penguin yeah when, there was a, when there i was, was at the salisbury parade, there were several so. different um <laughs> Uh, several different... Uh, What's next, an abominable snowman? Did you yeah, see that? <laughs> I was trying to think of the term here, but they were just kind of all over the place with yeah. some of the characters that were out there, but it was a good time. And, you know, you get into these parades, sometimes you, you run 100, 150 deep for participants. Yeah. And uh, that's what was, was such a fun thing about it. And I know everyone was just kind of getting in our line, was waiting to get started. It took us about an hour from the start of the parade to actually start moving from our location. Ah, that's okay. how many people were in the parade. So it, it just shows to show you just how uh, fun that is for the local community and how much, how much the community spends uh, its resources to be involved. You want right. to talk about the businesses to get involved and, you know, put it, the cities and the towns putting on um, these events. And I know it's good for the businesses locally. It's great camaraderie, oh, yeah. local towns to be involved in that. And it wasn't a parade, but uh, Winterfest in Ocean City. Got a chance to see all the lights that they have out there at the park. That was really cool. Ooh, and I'm used to that park, you know, during the summertime. But, you know, you're just sand, water, that sounds really hot cool. weather. You know, we didn't have any of that. So a little different. And, uh, you know, thankfully the weather was good for our parades, um, for everybody to be able to enjoy them. I know with whatever leftover parades we have going forward, it's going to be a little chillier in some of these towns. But uh, we're looking at snow again, maybe? Maybe? Well... And those you know, listening it's here, one of those situations like the last time where we got our first flakes where it's just like such a low chance. Uh, we're not dealing with as cold of an air mass. Um, but, and it's worth know, to we'll, say, those listening here on a Wednesday, if you've downloaded this on right. Wednesday, we're recording this on a Tuesday, we were looking at the potential for a few snowflakes in a couple areas to mix in. It's one of Wednesday our first morning. examples this season of you know, what we call a weak clipper system. Yep. Uh, coming straight from Canada. It's just that this early in the season, it's kind of hard because a lot of times these kind of the, these clipper systems will drag a lot of cold air down with it, but it's just kind of early in the season. So what we're dealing with is like a martial temperature situation. We're talking about mainly Wednesday morning, and again, that's when people will be downloading the podcast where we'll see a couple isolated showers and Maybe a few wet snowflakes. Maybe. This is really the matter of it's fun to pinpoint when we can see some festive flakes just because in the near term we're just not seeing any real accumulating snowfall events. And we haven't for the season so far. So it's always kind of fun to just pinpoint when can we see some festive flakes flying in the air. So well, Wednesday morning, I would be shocked to see a few snowflakes. But, you know, cloudy, isolated showers, not a big system at all. Uh, just a very weak system, but it'll be And people reminding see. people that December, it's not abnormal for the mid-Atlantic to get snow. It's usually, though, pretty far inland. Delmarva, not included yeah. in that. These are snow events where it's just cosmetic, as I like to call it. It looks nice. Yeah. doesn't add up to anything. Yeah. Other than maybe some wet roads if it's heavy enough. 
that's what we expect this time of the year. Yeah. But then we look ahead to this weekend, kind of an interesting storm system there. Well, just talk about weather in general here across the area. Now it's starting to get in some more active weather. We're getting more systems to come through, coming out of a drought situation and really turning the corner on that, thankfully. Well, I mean, the cool down for this week is a short lived. I mean, we're getting right back to near 60 60 degrees this weekend. Um, But that's kind of a price to pay because, you know, when you get something like that a lot of times, you got something brewing coming our way. And sure enough, the surge of milder air will be ahead of what looks to be quite a powerful cold front coming through this weekend. Um, you know, gusty winds are on the table, uh, heavy rain. I will say that uh, Sunday, mo- the Saturday, looking great. Uh, temperatures around 60, good amount of sunshine. But it's Sunday that we're watching for our next chance for significant rain. A lot of moisture being pulled in from the Gulf. Um, yeah, unlike sharp, our last system, sharp uh, temperature gradient yep. with this front, um, even like rain extending as far north as the Canadian border. That's how far north the warm sector, the warm will be surging. And that's an indicator of, you know, how strong of a system that we'll be dealing with this uh, weekend and uh, the potential. Um, I guess it's early up with the potential for strong gusty winds and heavy rain is certainly on the table for Sunday. So this is a system that we will be watching over the next few days and to I, come. And I know you're skirting around the term severe, too. You uh, know, we don't really want to go there with severe weather chances. You but get, it this is time worth, of year, you get you know the wind dynamics to be really strong. It's, it's always a matter of how far north does the instability go, the, the, the warm, moist, unstable air, how far does it get north? And you may have heard of the term uh, high shear, low cape events. Um, where you get really strong wind dynamics in play, you know, that uh, strong jet streams, just like you get the unstable air to coincide with that, to tap into that. Uh, yes, those this time of dynamics. the year, um, locate me. That's been something that's been, you know, it's right. been in my mind for Sunday. I haven't mentioned it yet, though. It's important to remember that uh, for those out there listening, CAPE, convective available potential energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's something that we look at when we have our hot days in the warm season, the sun, the influence of the thermo uh, effect, if you will, the thermal effect, not this time of the year usually. Now, we have the warm air, the unstable air that's being physically transported mechanically from the Gulf up toward us. Mm-hmm. And that's what Eric's talking about there. We get a little bit of that mixed in with, like you said, a high shear environment. The mm-hmm. jet stream gets involved and you have more of kind of, I like to call it the mechanical severe weather setup. You're not getting a lot of help from the sun because this time of the year, the sun just doesn't warm us up. Yep. And it's all uh, air mass driven. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes these cold fronts that we have come through, these Arctic fronts or strong cold fronts this time of the year, they bring more wind with the frontal passage than even with any heavy rain or storms. Because you get a lot of mixing. Get a little mix down. Right. Yeah. And you all, know, all, all these different... Uh, uh, air densities with the temperature contrast and the sudden wind shift when the front comes through. If you have really strong winds aloft, it's when the front passes. You get all this mixing uh, the winds down to the surface. And when that front passes, that's when you can get uh, some of your strongest wind gusts. Yep. And that's what we will be watching for Sunday. Post-frontal um, wind gusts that yes. uh, maybe not technically considered severe wind gusts that you would find in a storm, but um, nonetheless, they can yep. bring down some limbs. Um, so no hyping, just something that we're that watching and we know we want people to be aware of, especially for weekend plans. Yes. <laughs> so. so bringing down some large limbs, you never can rule out a tree or two coming down that are old, maybe damaged maybe from the drought little, that we've yeah, had exactly. or damaged from stress. other storms earlier in the season. Yeah. So 
looking ahead to the weekend, it's late fall. Um, this is very typical for us to start seeing more and more active weather. These storm systems develop. They're becoming a little more dynamic. Yep. And um, it's got a little bit of time before we technically go over to winter, but meteorological winter starting December 1st. So we're technically in that already. Yes, or we, we are. are in that. Not technically, yeah. but we are. Um, and uh, the hopes for a white Christmas, and that's something we're, we're taking a look at in our winter weather special. And by the way, you can check out that. Uh, the first episode should already be up on the website at WMDT.com. Yep. But I, a meteorologist, Jake Grant, talks about um, why yeah, usually you can't expect one. It's like less than 10%. Climatologically, yeah. not even just you know what's going on currently, but climatologically, it's just such it's a just low a chance. It's just a lot to ask. Such a low chance. A lot to ask for this time of the year. <laughs> it's, and it's always a chance. Uh, it's always by chance. I mean, you're talking about one specific day to have snow on the ground. I'll say this. Um... Even if it's just during the quote unquote twelve days of Christmas, you know, up to up until January sixth, you know, the decorations are still up. Even if you get snow, then I can still consider it a win because it's still very festive. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm it doesn't with have it. to be on Christmas Day. Um, but if you have it, like you said, you get the lights up. Everyone's yeah. in the mood. In the I would spirit. like to at least get Great. one picture with snow on the ground with the Salisbury downtown Christmas tree. <laughs> You know that'd what? Be, that'd be I, something. That would be I'm really open. cool. Um, Even if we could just get a dusting. That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. I think that would be really cool. Well, we'll leave it on that note, hopefully for maybe some good luck moving forward, that we have that opportunity. Yep. Um, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. But for myself, Chief Meteorologist Rich Wordzik and Meteorologist Eric Alf, we thank you for joining us again and downloading and streaming another edition of WeatherWise from the Meteorologist here at 47 ABC WMDT. We'll talk to you again next Wednesday.